the views and opinions portrayed in this podcast do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or its affiliates. Roll the intro music. Welcome back. We are recording yet another podcast of our lovely new venture from point A to B. Can't get rid of us that easily. Nope. We're here to stay at least for six episodes because I think this is the sixth episode we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At least got this far. We're doing great swimmingly. Um, this episode's topic is a shared experience that Abby and I have. Yes, we touched Um, on it. Yes, we have talked about it a lot because we have a shared love for Disney, but we have both completed, um, not one, but two separate internships with the Disney College program. So we have a lot to talk about. Um, it's a pretty exciting topic. We love Disney and the college program. So I'm excited to talk about it. How about I'm you? excited. I mean, you know me. <laughs> I, you I sound I, really excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, I did confessional time. I did try and write a blog in my first program and tried to do a vlog, a video blog, if you didn't know that's what it stood for. Um, my second program. Those videos are now privatized. Do not try and find them. <laughs> um, or you guys can petition Abby to on-privatize them, because I've seen them all, and they're wonderful, and I have no idea why I should do them now. <laughs> they are, uh, because I started re-watching them as research for this podcast, and I was like, nope. Abby, we are human. all embarrassed by our past selves, okay? And it's just something that you leave up for the internet to enjoy. Forever and ever, right? Yes, forever. Maybe. Maybe if you start that petition. All right, I will. That'll be link in the podcast notes for the petition <laughs> to Abby to um, on privatize her YouTube. How, how many signatures are we going to require here? I say we, I'd say ten. We need ten uh, signatures. <laughs> I don't know. This is our sixth episode. Uh, what if all the signatures are from me? What is that? I feel like you could get enough with, with just my family with that, okay? Okay. Well, okay. Ten it is. No, ten it is not. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do at least 50. I was going to shoot for 100, but I knew we don't expect much out of this, so I was going to be somewhat reasonable. Um, let's meet in the middle and do ten. <laughs> You're a terrible negotiator. How about... <laughs> We just never unprivatize them because I have access to it. You're kind of, it's my word, you know? Okay, fine. 50? Sure, 50. Well, All right, link in the recorded. podcast notes if you want to see those videos. You have me on tape, you know? Pretty great. Yep, it's recorded now. You could just edit it out if you edit this episode, but... uh, It's going to our shared email address. You can save copy. I'll let you. Nice. I'll let yep. you sabotage me. I'll let you back me on Perfect, me. perfect. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, so on to the um, the meat of the podcast. Um, do I think we should maybe just start talking about like what the application process, what we remember of the application process, because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who may be going through the application process, and a lot of people have questions on it. 
Yeah. Um, do you want to like at all? I, we kind of we've talked about it before, but have you yeah. told people the people what the college program is? Oh, that might be a better place to start. Yeah. Abby, you're right. Do and you want to talk about how to get into it? Okay. We'll give you oh, all the tips and all right. You're right. Um, well, I didn't do the outline for this podcast, so maybe whoever did should have put that um, further up. <laughs> wow, you have stuff on here too. Both of our colors, unlike the last podcast. I feel like I'm doing the heavy work here. We just talked well, about you this. Well, you are. You we're are. Okay. Apart. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you want to tell the lovely people what the Disney College program is? I guess. I I mean, it is, you can look it up. It's it's pretty much an internship made for college students um, to have cheap labor for Disney. You work at Walt Disney World or uh, in Disneyland. Disneyland has a lot less. I mean, it is a smaller park, but they do have a lot less participants. Um, and most people do sponsored housing. Um, so you, you know, live, work, spend all your money that you've earned working there back at Disney. And yeah, you do it yeah. for up to a year. You can continue to do it for up to a year and then pass that. You'd have to apply for a part-time or full-time position. Um, but yeah, you do it for about a semester or so. I really love how you said that we need to tell the people what it is and then you said they can Google it <laughs> when you were telling them what it was. They have their own, they have an Instagram, they have a blog, they have a if the people it, want to know, they can walk. Okay. Disney definitely spends a lot of time marketing this program. But yeah, it's basically just an internship program, like Abby said, where you work in at either Disney World or Disneyland. You live in Disney-sponsored housing most of the time. Um, you don't have to, but almost everybody who does elects to. And you work different jobs in the parks. So... It's pretty great. Pretty selective program. Um, they get yeah. tons of applicants. Thousands upon uh, thousands. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know, like, their most up-to-date numbers, but I think when we were there, it was, like, upwards of, like, 60 or 70,000 applications. Yeah, I think they said something like that, yeah. that it's somewhere, be somewhere between, like, they kind of made a big range out of it, somewhere between 40 and, like, 60,000, usually. Okay. So, yeah. And there's like, I don't know, like a couple thousand. I think they said around 2,000 or so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty selective and um, they definitely market it very heavily because obviously his, Disney has a lot of um, positions. They're a big company. So it's a good way for them to get um, interested college students familiar with the company and for them to kind of trap them develop. in there forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Disney That's is, a lot of people do. <laughs> Disney is a cult at the end of the day. <laughs> the Disney college program is basically just it's a cult. The Disney, it's, it's a pro, it's, when we say the DCP, the C science for cult, like how yeah. I named my desk area the Disney cult corner. The Disney Fitting. cult program. Because I hoard <laughs> memories. So I have a lot of, I have my pins and stuff. I did a count. I need to find the sticky note on my computer, but I did a count of all the stuff that I have as far as buttons and stickers and pins. Yeah, you get it. You definitely get a lot of junk. Um, yeah, I got a lot of junk. So. I guess, yeah, it's a pretty selective program. Um, you, they have, a, it's a big deal. There's a big following. Um, there's usually every, um, every application season, 
there is like a Facebook group that you can join um, to, yeah, and it, like people basically like speculate when the applications will drop because they don't tell you, I think, a specific time. Obviously, they don't want to flood their website, but they say applications will be dropping soon. Usually, they drop during a specific week. If you follow the the, um, recruiters on Twitter or anything like that, they'll they usually drop hints in like the gifts or whatever the multimedia yeah. that they put with their their tweets. So they try yeah. and give hints to people. I was never yeah. a part of it before I actually got accepted. I don't even. Really? I heard about the Facebook group pretty. I mean, it was before my pro- program at the first time around, but it was mm-hmm. pretty late on. Like my mom was a part of the parents page um for a lot longer I found out that there was a page for it because she was a part of the parents page yeah Yeah, I think back to my first program so I did my first program in 2013 which was like seven years ago good gosh and I was a freshman in college and that um I think I was the same way where like I didn't join the program or like the, the group until after I was accepted into the program but the second time around is when I learned that people like join way in advance of when the applications mm-hmm. drop and basically to speculate when the applications are going to drop and then once they do drop they're basically all just sharing like their application status like i still didn't join my second program until after really yeah but that was to find roommates so I yeah because i decided not to go random the, the second time yeah so if you're interested in jo- um applying i think that the facebook group is a good um resource for you it's where you can talk with a lot of other people who will be applying during your same program that you're aiming of, for a lot of the people will be alumni like us yeah. you know so when we went back for our second program i know i didn't you know i would occasionally comment on people's like post yeah. questioning about things on that application yeah. Yeah, there's lots of uh, people who question, and also, you know, like, what to bring and stuff. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of like going to college, so it should be pretty self-explanatory. It's, it's, it's similar. Like, if yeah. just think about it being college, but you're only there for a semester, so you don't need to bring, like, your whole wardrobe and everything. Yeah. So then, I guess, basically, once applications drop, um, you'll apply just on the Disney, like, employment website, mm-hmm. and you, they have, like, a pretty good dashboard set up. I mean, it's Disney, so they've been hiring people for a very long time. I think they know how to communicate effectively with applicants, but um, basically, once you, like, submit your application, you go into, like, the submitted status, and then once it's reviewed, um, you're either, like, declined Upon review, yeah, no longer consideration. Yeah, so you're either declined or um, they review your application and they offer you to take the web-based interview, mm-hmm. um, which is this like your standard personality type job employment question. I mean, mm-hmm. Disney's not unique in having these types. So if you've applied for like McDonald's, you've probably taken a very similar um, test where they're just trying to get to know like that you're a reliable human who also has a decent personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all, like, you're not, you know, obviously don't fudge on those things, but you, you can kind of tell what the quote-unquote correct answer yeah. is or kind of, you mm-hmm. can at least tell which ones are not the right answer. Yeah. So. And, you know, I almost forgot to, so it, when you apply, you also select your preference for mm-hmm. your role, oh, yeah. which is a very big part that, of the application. Is that the very, oh, yeah, that is the very first part yeah. of the application, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they give you, like, you say whether your preference is Disney World or Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, I mean, you you 
can apply for both at the same time. You just rank, which is your first preference as much as your second preference. And then um, you select, like you basically rank your interest in all of the roles. It, yeah, so, it's like a one to five rating, like how yeah. interested are you in yeah. this role? And they list all the roles and you go through mm -hmm. them. And my first program, I think I just basically said I was interested in, like, everything except for maybe, like, being a lifeguard, just because I didn't want that stress and responsibility. I um, have interest in most of them, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's the naturals, especially if you have no experience with, like, Disney and the types of roles they have to offer. If you're just applying and you don't, haven't really done any new research, like, a lot of people just put a lot of interest in everything because yeah, I put at least moderate interest in pretty much anything that I yeah and then you have a better chance of getting hired because obviously if you're more interested in different roles like there's a better chance they'll be able to find a fit for you um okay. so after your web-based interview if you pass that then you get to schedule your phone interview which um is I mean it's pretty also, just a pretty standard phone interview yeah, if you've ever standard. had one before. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, I do definitely recommend, like, um, there's a lot of people who have gone through the process before and, like, have blogs. So, if you're nervous about it, if you get to that step, um, definitely do your research. Yeah. Prepare, um, don't over-prepare, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't obsess about it. <laughs> I, and every interviewer is different as well, as long as you're, you know, smiling and... Honestly, I feel like I completely messed up my first, you know, because I was, Yeah. I know a lot of people have to try multiple times to get in. I get, got it on my first try. Me too, yeah. <laughs> so. I know, it's, you hear, and especially in the Facebook groups, you hear a lot of people who've tried applying like four or five times and haven't gotten in. That was not our experience. We both got in on our first try, which is awesome. And, mm -hmm. you know. I did have some help, but. Well, I had someone. I had someone that I worked with at my school because we worked, um, who had just gotten off a program, so she oh, gave cool. me some pointers, but like nothing, nothing I couldn't. Nothing you probably out on couldn't my, find yeah. online. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then, after your phone interview, and during your phone interview, they will also kind of go over like besides just typical like phone interview questions, they'll ask you, um, kind of like reconfirm your preferences for everything that you gave They'll on your application. They'll sometimes ask you questions about a specific role. Yeah. I got, I know my first program, I, I know why I didn't get character attendant. I totally flopped the question they asked me about it. Because <laughs> they're like, what would you say if, you know, you had to tell someone to wait because Mickey had to go do whatever. I'm well, like, yeah. And I mean, there are some roles that are just more selective than others. Like character attendance going to be harder to get. Yeah. There's less positions than like quick service and merchandise. So Yeah, and they're the um, higher sought after. Yeah. And all that too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's very, like, they confirm everything, and then usually, I think if it's your first program, you're probably going to be in one of the main three roles, which would be either food and beverage, um, merchandise, or attractions, I'd those say. Are the big, that's mo those are the biggest ones. I want to say if it's your yeah. first program, but they do, I do feel like people who are, if you're alumni, you have, I feel like you do have a slightly better chance of getting those more sought thought yeah. after roles but obviously if you have an experience in photography you might you might get a photo pass you know because yeah. i did get a question about photo pass too and that's something where it's like mm -hmm. i had interest i'm like i photograph stuff for my sister for like, morning kind of yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah i mean that doesn't mean like if you 
know that you want like what you want to do is photo pass or you want to be a lifeguard that doesn't mean that you can't express that interest in the phone interview yeah. but likely if you don't have a strong preference you'll probably get shuffled into one of yeah them. if you don't have any strong preferences they, they'll probably just shuffle you in there but yeah. i'm gonna say it it's gonna count sound cliche and if you've ever gone through any sort of a uh, greek life recruitment they say this as well i think it's true trust the process the recruiters know what they're doing <laughs> yeah and I mean, Disney, the Disney College program is a very well-oiled machine. Like, they've been through this for, yeah. they, this program has been going on for, like, 20, 30 years. Like, it's almost been around as long as Disney World itself. Like, it used to be, like, a much smaller program, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the the program's very old, and they do know what they're doing with recruiting. Um so yeah and then after you do your phone interview i think it's what they say about two weeks before you'll hear um and, and yeah and it varies yeah and it varies um they say, they, I think they say like yeah and they say you'll hear within or maybe not within two weeks average is about two weeks uh, but you I could hear average. for like six weeks basically yeah there's some people they, who wait months before they actually yeah, hear anything yeah they but they're and i'm it's evading me but there's either within two weeks you either get accepted denied or there's like kind of like a waiting category there, there right? is like i think there is like a waitlisted care like waitlisted yeah. category i don't know if it's within the two weeks because i feel like there's some people who wait longer than that before they hear back because they do tend to do the acceptances in ways well they do I but i i'm pretty sure that you go into like the waiting category is that immediately after your interview it's evading me I think so. Or is that okay? So, I think so. so you yeah. go into the waiting category then right after your phone interview, and you can and this be in that too. It's been a couple of years, but yeah. yeah. Um, I think I heard within two weeks for both of my. Yeah, I heard pretty quickly. I just yeah. know that there's some people who said they didn't, and maybe yeah. I don't know. And then you have three days mm-hmm. <laughs> after, right? This this wasn't just for extensions. You had three days after to put down your deposit to. Once you accept, yeah, once Once you accept, accept. you have like three, like 72 hours from when you get your acceptance email to go through, pay your deposit if you want to live in, is there a deposit regardless? There is, there's a, because there's the, um, it was, it's activities fees too. So, yeah, you have to pay your deposit and um, you also at that time set, if you're going to live in housing, you set your preferences, mm-hmm. which of the complexes you want to live at, and we'll get more into that a little bit later, um, and like what, if you want, if you prefer like a one-bedroom apartment uh, or a four-bedroom yeah. apartment, Those you can basically out live. after, but yeah. Yeah, well, this is all when you put your deposit down, I think. is No, it's after because because people get accepted at different times. You're allowed to oh, – okay. they do it closer to when you're going to be sent oh, okay. out that you actually go through on dorms and select everything. Okay. That's how people well, are able to find each other. Okay. Yeah. Maybe – I think my first program, dorms, wasn't a thing. So that mm, may be – That might be why yeah, – dorms yeah. came out after. But, yeah, um, so – it's you basically you get all this time then between when you're accepted and when you're going it's probably like what two to three months i mean they close off and then um depending on if there's two different program links too and you get accepted it's another preference that you put when you're doing um your application if you want to do the advantage which is a nine-month program i think or yeah it's, it's something where you pretty much if you're doing the fall you start in the summer and then if you're doing the spring, you go into the summer. Yeah. 
So it, it's a different length of program if you do the Advantage program. But you get accepted on your exception. It'll say you've been accepted for Fall Advantage or Spring Advantage. Yes, um, yeah. So you know how long your program will be when you get accepted for and it. Pretty much if you get accepted, you're probably going to get your first choice on if you want to you on your length of your program. That's something yeah. that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, so then you just wait um, until you go down there. You probably, if you're like me, you watched a lot of videos of people mm -hmm. who have done the program and got ready for it. You found roommates on the Facebook page. Um, both times I did the program, I found, like, four, like, a group of four people to be roommates with. Um, and each time I got placed into apartments with eight people, so, um, there was, like, four strangers that I met, and honestly, like, some of those girls are some of my you best were, friends, I so. forgot you with eight. I was only in six. Yeah. I was always in apartments of six. Yeah. And then I well, went random do, my first time, yeah. Yeah. Now they do, too, um, where they didn't, did they start this on our, your first program with the bunk beds? I think that was after. Well, they, they had bunk beds my first have, program. Oh, okay. Because I was in a, an apartment with bunk beds. With on my three extension. people in one room? Yeah. Oh, okay. My first program, there wasn't. It was only two people per one room. And then as the program grew and housing did not, they started putting up to three people in one room. <laughs> so that was also an option. to. But I think you could still have a max of eight people in one apartment just because, you know, zoning Yeah, no, that was max. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, I guess, is most of the application process. I think, do we cover everything? I think so, yeah. I mean, you kind of touched on dorms. That's, you, you think it's later on, you get, you yeah. get to link up with people if you choose to um, put in your preferences for where you want to live and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then um, when we did our program, you had to wait until you actually checked in to find out your location and everything. Mm -hmm. Your location and your traditions time, which is traditions is something all Disney cast members have to go yeah. back to the company. And then um, now I, um, they started doing it after my first program, your second program, they started doing um, where they email it out. So really? it's, that started right after our program. That was like the next season. They oh. started doing that where it's, it's like a week before. It's not, it's not very far in advance, oh. but it's like a week or so before you get your itinerary in your email. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that was kind of like when, like, it was so exciting. Yeah, yeah, when you like got there and you went through like all of the like, you know, it's your typical like you fill out your new hire paperwork and stuff, anything that you didn't do ahead of time, and then at the very end they tell you where you're gonna be living and yeah, well, it's more at the beginning. I thought because whatever. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever. But at the very you found end, out. yeah, you find you out what your like not what your role is, but you find out what location you're gonna be working at, which I thought was like. Because, yeah, that's fun, too, because you get to see, like, someone, you can hear someone in front of you in line, had, maybe had the same location, like, two people in front of you, are like, yo, we co-workers. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I don't know. But, so, I don't know. That kind of bums me out, knowing that they don't do that anymore. But. It was nice, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it has its pros and cons. I kind of liked it. But you're right. There was, yeah. there wasn't as much excitement to check in day, already yeah. knowing your, you know, where your location was. Yeah. Um. So I guess you want to talk about the roles that we had. So we had a shared role, which was yes. my second program, your first program. We were bell service dispatchers. Slash greeters. Yes. Which I think 
was, I mean, I, my first program, I did quick service food and beverage and like talk a little bit about that after, but, um, I thought Bell Service Dispatch was like a really cool role. I liked Bell Services. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might've been my favorite role. I don't know. I liked, yeah. I liked my second program too. And I can tell you which was my least favorite role I have. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I also Bell Service Dispatch is like a very small role. Like I think it's mm -hmm. one of the, not not that it's more selective, but that it just has the like one of the least amount of CPs actually in the role. Yeah, like, I feel like people don't even realize what it is or what the. So I don't. It's not like highly sought after. There's just not a lot of space for it. Yeah, I, I mean um, I like it. It's I, that's what I liked about it. I've never been in a really was ever in a location with lots and lots of CPs. Yeah, no, I was never like Emporium or anything like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's a really cool role. Um, basically, you are at a resort and you work in the bell services. So you either are greeting people as they arrive um, to the resort for their vacations, which I think is like, like a really cool point to like greet guests because you're basically yeah, you're the, the you're first the first, person. Yeah, you're that first impression. You're setting yeah. the standards. Um, and, you know, you ask them if they need you to hold your luggage, um, and then you bring their luggage to the luggage room, make sure that you tag it properly so it doesn't get lost, all that good stuff. A lot of tags I ended up with yeah. all in my room, yeah. yeah. And then the other part of the role is being a dispatcher, which is where you are kind of organizing, you'll have guests throughout the day calling, um, when they get back from the resorts for the day or once a room is ready we have to organize getting the luggage um, a guest left with us to their room so we basically would just tell um like assign which bellman to go with which luggage to which room i mean it's, yeah. it's that simple but it you know it could get stressful at times especially like you know during check-in time oh yeah a check lot in people, check out yeah, yeah. Um, that you were trying to organize and you know sometimes people are trying to get checked out of their rooms and it's like a 15 to 20 minute wait for a bellman and you know <laughs> oh my gosh those were the times and then yeah. or like transferring luggage to they have to do it before a oh, certain yeah. time to be able mm -hmm. to transfer if they're going from one resort to another um, yeah and that was I love transferring luggage though because basically you gotta like drive around um like all of Walt Disney World for like two hours just going to different resorts and like dropping off luggage from guests that were staying at your resort and then picking up luggage to go back to your resort for guests who are transferring to your resort. But that was I don't know I just felt cool driving around Disney World and Disney World van. <laughs> Like, we didn't do, I didn't do that. I love dispatching, though. I liked chilling in the booth. Yeah. Didn't you come it. with me one time, though, to go? I don't think so. No. I would often, because usually they send two people in the van to go. I, have, but I don't remember. But, I don't think I ever yeah. did. I did that a lot because I could drive and not everybody could. Yeah. So. Pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> Riveting. Yeah. Um, so that's Bell Services, and that's also, you know, where we met. We met at uh, Saratoga Springs and Old Key West, which I understand are not sharing um, staff anymore. So no, that's what it was. That's what they were telling us is the spot. Uh, the staff was getting split up. It was. Uh, it doesn't make any difference to the guest experience. No. It's really just for like the scheduling and everything yeah. of the cast members. Yeah. Um, and it's get, also, you know, yeah. your coworker pool kind of goes down in size because you're not interacting with as many people. But 
I mean, it's not it's not the end of the world, and it's not. But I liked having two resorts that were our home resorts. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I, and most of us, I think, were mostly scheduled out more heavily at one anyway. Yeah. Like I was definitely more heavily scheduled at Saratoga. Yeah. Um, I didn't get many shifts at Old Key West, and usually if mm-hmm. I did, it was just I traded. Yeah, I think mine was more evenly split, but I was also kind of like the afterthought because I originally started that program um, as a bell servicer at the Grand Floridian, um, but then the Grand Floridian decided they didn't want to have any CPs that year um, for whatever reason or going forward, so I got shipped off to... uh, saratoga and old key which ended up being like a really great thing because i met abby and honestly like the the vibe at those resorts is a little bit more laid back a little bit nicer and i liked being outside to work both of those locations we were working outside and it was i don't know i i preferred that i think even outside but in the shade in the shade which makes a big difference and if you're in saratoga in the booth like i usually was you had air conditioning. Yeah, there was a which air was awesome. there. Yeah, so. the Saratoga booth was awesome. <laughs> Lots and they of actually moved the booth too. The last time I visited, it was kind of oh. it was inside the lobby. Yeah, and they changed oh. the outfits as well. It's no longer the apparently got changed like right after we left. The uh-huh. ugly, obnoxiously colored, um, like really bright greeter outfit. Yeah, the old cute Jockeys. outfit was awesome though. Did, I loved that. Like it was basically like a Hawaiian shirt and then shorts, and it was and shorts. Yeah, I'm the perfect. shorts were always like really wide legged, <laughs> well, legged though, yeah. so it kind of looked like you were trying to wear a skirt, but it was really yeah, just your shorts I mean, never fit properly. Yeah, which is just yeah. Disney costuming. Yeah, in that shop, Disney really. costuming is. Uh, we'll have to talk about that a little bit more because <laughs> that's a that's a thing. That's but do you want to talk about your roles you had on your second program then, or okay, yeah, I extended um, my first program. I was spring. I extended the, through the summer to be that like spring advantage. Um, I got accepted into a very deceiving role. <laughs> I was so excited when I found out I was going to be attractions, and then they hit me with, "You're going to be working at the ESPN Wide World of Sports." Or as some of us would lovely. I, I mean, I didn't call it this. This is uh, I cannot take credit for this, but um, one of the other CPs started calling it. The wide waste of space. <laughs> and it was right after the Invictus Games, too. So oh. they could have transferred me right before I could have worked in the Invictus Games. I could have met the Prince, but it was right after. Man. <laughs> I mean, that, and that was just a, it was a very, it covered a lot of bases. I did the touch points, um, which is a role in and of itself, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. working the touch points. And then there was like guest operations, which was like, doors and crowd control type of thing um there was driving the carts there were cart shifts so i did do those i did get to drive those um which is like driving either the parking lot loop or like inside in the fields when we were having events so you did a lot which was cool that we did a lot but it was also just if you were doing guest operations which was probably the largest role to fill you were just sitting, you were standing at a station, at, you know, on a court or at one of the doors all by yourself. It was very lonely. Very lonely. Mm-hmm. But I once had a 12-hour cart shift because um, no one else there was trained on carts, so I ended up doing, like, a weird long, like, a, like double, just driving around on a golf cart all day. Cool. They didn't care that you didn't have a driver's license. No, because it goes it <laughs> goes under a certain speed or whatever. I know. So, 
And those things were hard too. They were yeah. like, they're like very manual, like mm-hmm. the way the steering wheel works and everything. So. Yeah. No, I drove a couple of bell, bell carts when we were, and I think it's like the same thing. They're not very Probably. easy to drive. <laughs> no. Right. So, so yeah. And then my second part, I had merchandise. I extended, but it was just different locations. I was in the uh, same role the whole time. Yeah. So I didn't How get did to you? be in a park. I was not assigned to a park until my fourth and final location. <laughs> it took four <laughs> tries for me to wow. end up in a park. Jeez. Which, uh, so what locations did you work in merchandise? So I started at the Art of Animation Resort. Dar, my, my I love that resort Dar. though, so I'm it a little is. It's jelly. very nice. It's, it's a fun resort. Yeah. Um, uh, that was really fun times too. <laughs> um, so that was, I was there for the length of like spring advantage. So I was there until like June, July, until I switched over. And merchandise is really nice. It's a really nice world because you can pick up shifts elsewhere. So even though I was located there, I picked up shifts. Um, I ended up working in all the parks except for Hollywood Studios and never got to pick up a shift at. Um, So I have, I loved working Adventureland when I picked up a shift. That was probably my favorite um, shift pickup ever. But yeah, so that's nice because I also got food trained. I did it on my own, um, food safety trained. So there's certain locations. Like if you go um, to the circus, which is where my roommate worked, <laughs> both her programs. Um, <laughs> but my roommate, my second program, um, she worked there for both of her programs. You know, they do the candies and stuff. Or I did it, picked up a shift at the Contemporary and I was able to work at the candy stand part of it. That's so. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. And then I ended up in Epcot at uh, Park Arrival, which is strollers, um, gateway gifts, which is the gift shop outside of the gates. Mm -hmm. So before, you don't need a ticket to get into that gift shop. Um, You can get trained in Art of Disney. I didn't end up doing that. Um, It was mostly preserved for like part-timers and stuff anyway. Disney Mm -hmm. college programs didn't really do that. Pin traders. And then I feel like I'm missing one. And then, oh no, is Gateway Gifts the one inside? And then the other one inside on the other side of space, and yeah. on Spaceship Earth, and then the cards so like at the all front the of merchandise that. at the front of Epcot. At, yeah, at the front of Epcot. Yeah. So, so strollers. Oh yeah, strollers and wheelchairs. I don't know if I mentioned that. That was fun. That's Working corral. Oh yeah. The best I mean, position to be though. Yeah, is I picked at up the a end couple. of the night. Yeah. When you're doing traffic, because you just get to do the mm. little glow ones and tell people where to go with their strollers and their wheelchairs and the ACVs. So, yep, I was gonna say um, on my first program, I picked up a couple of pack shifts, where like parade shifts, pack and that isn't was a just thing like, anymore. Oh, it's not. Mm-hmm. It oh, wasn't a goodness. thing by the time I, at my second program came around. They, they, yeah, they, they got like, rid of it. Yeah, they did it. Was it on your first program? Could you pick mm-hmm. up? It was. Yeah, my uh, roommate actually was that for her extension. Okay. I think maybe I uh, I missed that because I, I had done it on my first program, so I, like, wasn't, like, trying to. But it was, like, a, I think a lot of people would pick up a pack shift because it was just kind of a cool experience. Like, basically, you were, like, paid oh, to, like, so corral people and watch fireworks. So it was pretty, pretty dope. <laughs> that'd be cool. That's yeah. that'd be cool. I worked at the confectionery once, too. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. That reminds me, though, pack shifts, is ESPN, we'd have dark days, mm-hmm. and they sent us 
for the what was labeled as an untrained shift so i think something like pretty much anyone could pick up yeah for the rivers of light but that was when the rivers of light was having technical difficulties and was not up yet so nice. it was the uh jungle book alive with magic oh awesome not the best show <laughs> um i mean the performers were great they did their jobs yeah. but you could tell it was put together very in a very rushed fashion yeah so. no i never saw that one but yeah i was forced to many times, many times. <laughs> i wish i don't i don't remember the thing at the beginning with the the wolf and the pack and there were hand signal i don't remember it people who worked there all the time knew it yeah, but no. i didn't no clue what you're talking about so <laughs> i can't help <laughs> sorry i know that was gibberish no. <laughs> all right so then i guess yeah my um, first of all, my first program, like I said, was uh, quick service. So I worked in Magic Kingdom uh, at like what was called, I don't even know if it's still a thing, but Stands East. So um, any, it wasn't like the hot dog carts, like I wasn't working carts, but like any like fixed food stands, like any like ice cream stand you can think of. I was, I was at LaFou's, uh, or not LaFou's, Tavern. Gaston's Gaston's Tavern. Yeah, that was Brew. Yeah, yeah, that was where when my my roommates was on, on my first program. So it was at least a thing four years ago. I don't know about now. Yes, and I don't know. I really liked it because of the variety. I feel like every day was a little bit different. Whereas, like, if you were working at like one quick service location, that mm -hmm. was just like you know, Cosmic Razor, like. Uh, uh, Pecos bills or something it's just kind of the same thing every day um, but I also so I did that program that was my longer program where I did fall advantage mm -hmm. and I was able um, to work the food and wine festival at Epcot nice. on that program I got selected um, I applied to work it and got selected and it was honestly like that was a really cool experience did you like food and wine I love my it. friend I mean, wanted to move like to the festivals teams, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, it was, and they have a lot more festivals now. Um, back in 2013, like it was basically food and wine, and then they had Flower and Garden, but it was a lot it was smaller okay. than yeah. it is now. Um, but food and wine is like, it was such a cool experience. Like everybody was like, all the guests are like happy obviously they're all like drunk by the time i worked <laughs> at the back too so my zone was like the back like basically they break it up into like three zones that you mm -hmm. work in so you're either on like the sides or the back and i was in the back and i got like you know by the time people get back there no matter which way they start they're starting they to feel pretty drunk. happy yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know i really liked it and that was probably like my favorite like overarching like memory or like experience was just working um of working i had a lot of like personal like friendships and stuff that came out of that program but the food and wine working experience is really cool and like there's basically like a two-day training they put you through too where you like mm -hmm. just sit and try all the like different festival foods and like stuff yeah and if, so jealous i'm yeah, so jealous it was awesome and you get like all this like special like it's basically like your costume, but you, like, they give you a hat, and, like, it's, like, your costume hat, you have to wear it every day, but once the festival's done, you get to keep your hat, so I still have that hat. Oh, my know. gosh. Uh. I don't know, and it's just, like, cool stuff like that that, like, kind of make your experience on the program more special, like, mm -hmm. like than just working a job, um, 
So I, I love that. And I could talk about that a lot more, but we should probably. <laughs> I love that. No, everyone who says they've worked festivals have, has loved it. So yeah. I just, I never, you know. Yeah. And I think too, I know, I don't know how you feel about merchandise, but when I got my first program um, with quick service, I didn't really know a lot about the program um, mm. going into it. And I honestly just like was so excited to be there and I, obviously knowing it's so selective and that I got into my first try I was like I don't care what I'm doing like I'm here but then and you know people are like well they kind of look down some people kind of look down on like girls like quick service and merchandise mm -hmm. because there's some people who are like well I'm a character attendant so my role is you, better you than that. yours. I yeah. feel like a lot of people who get into some of those more selective roles where they because you can't audition to um be a character performer as well and so some of those people get complexes yeah <laughs> um there's so definitely like hierarchy are, roles yeah. yeah so there's people who are like no they're in like a higher sought after role or a more competitive mm -hmm. role and so they get sort of you know yeah that attitude but i didn't really i'm i've met people because i've had friends who their roommates or their good friends were you know character performers yeah. or whatever so i got to and they were those were all lovely people i think it's just there's yeah. always a there's always a bad apple in the bunch. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it was just like I don't know. I I loved that my experience, even just working my normal um, role in quick service, was still fun. But I also think, I mean, it's hard because every location is different too, and the, yeah. your location really changes your experience. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, the people who work at that location too, because depending on where you are, some of the regular part time or full timers kind of look down on CPs. Yeah. Unfortunate where I was in places where they were very accepting, especially yeah. if you worked hard. Like I'm, I'm known for being, you know, whenever I go to places, whenever I look at back at things, I've gotten like cards or whatever, if we all mm -hmm. look at them. Most of the time, if I, cause I'm not very personable, <laughs> I don't know how to come, you know, I'm not a social person. So I yeah. don't necessarily, I'm not like one of those people super close. I'll probably make like one really good friend. Um, it's usually just like, oh, you're so helpful, things like that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm known for, you know, doing my darn job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people know that usually they're more, you know, they respect you, but there's some places yeah. where they just don't. Yeah. I actually well, never had that experience, but. Yeah. Going back to, I just thought, how did you um, hear about the Disney College program? Like, how did you find out about it? I don't know, honestly. I think it might have been my mom. Really? <laughs> honestly, yeah, because she's very involved. She's on part of, like, the the discords and stuff like the she's met people who she's on these like mm -hmm. community boards like disney community boards with um like in real life and so i think she's the one who mentioned to it because one of her friends from that his, her son um did the program um the same time i did for my first program um and then i also heard from it then too from my co-worker from uh school that had done it as well and I had a friend from, I'm trying to think, she did it, the program, before I applied. So that spring 2015, mm -hmm. I think I had someone who I'd gone to school with from my first college. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of which one I heard it from first, if I had seen it, her doing it on Facebook, and then kind of had ended up in conversation yeah. with my mom, or if my mom brought it up first. Yeah, I mean, I basically I can't I've thought it back about like even even when I was like on my first program I like couldn't really even remember where I first heard of it but right. I my recollection is I saw a poster for it like mm. in my high school or something 
something. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool to do. And then um, I went to college, um, like dual enrolled in college. Mm-hmm. My final, my senior year of high school is my freshman year of college. And yeah. um, I kind of, I think I worked really hard at academics and I was like, I think I need a break from academics for a little bit. And instead of taking a gap year, I was like, well, because I have, been in college I'm able to apply for the Disney college program so I applied I was just like see I applied because I was supposed to be going study studying abroad I was supposed to be going I wanted to go to Brisbane not Brisbane that's in Australia I was trying to go to Brighton Brighton England um (laughs) but it just wasn't working out I was state student and all that Mm -hmm. so that's actually why I ended ended up applying I kind of heard about it before I didn't hear I know a lot of people hear about it in high school and stuff and it's like something that's like oh I've been dreaming about this for like four plus years yeah like wow I literally just heard about this two months ago and I got accepted (laughs) yeah and it's like I'm not sure if I'm remembering my story or if I'm like co-opting other people's stories who are like I've been dreaming about this since I was two (laughs) yeah But, um, yeah, so, I don't know, I guess, yeah, I, I thought about studying abroad, too, but it's a good way to, like, kind of get out, especially if you're not, like, from Florida, to go somewhere mm-hmm. else and, like, make money, and you can, some schools will give you college credit, too, yeah. um, to do the program. That's what, I mean, that's why it worked out for me, as I was supposed to taking one, one or two classes anyway, yeah. Yeah. so me not taking a class there, because I, I had a very specific major. Um, there wasn't really anything. There's stuff for engineering and stuff, which is, you know, if you're an engineer or business, there's great opportunity um, yeah. to do, to still be able to get college credit. Yeah. Um, but it just worked out, the timing of it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so with that, I know I didn't get college credit personally when I was there, um, but I did, did have you a take friend. any classes? I did take classes. Okay. Yeah, me too. Now. Yeah, I didn't do any of the the college credit ones but I did the yeah. well I don't and that wasn't even a thing my first program um my second program I was already finished with college mm-hmm. I went like I applied like my last semester of college and went right after I graduated um but my first program I did have a roommate who was getting college credit that and she had to take the classes that they offered so I took them with her in like oh, nice. solidarity and yeah it was fun I mean the classes I think are an underutilized tool by a lot of CPs. I, like I did at least one on each yeah. of my programs. So I did, and the, these are both ones where I don't think you could get, you didn't get um, credit for. These mm-hmm. are like interest-based. Yeah. I did, um, I forget what the official name was, but it was an environmental one. And that was yeah. cool. There is, um, these are like 4B classes too. But I was yeah. confused. So there was an A and a B. I got waitlisted for the A, I didn't get to it, and I ended up in the B, something like that, but it ended up working in my favor, because that's a term where you go, and um, you, I got to do a backstage tour of the land, and backstage of the seas, which was mm-hmm. really cool for me, because if you don't know, I studied marine biology, for those uh, listening, so I'm really into the, like, I would always say, if you ask me what my favorite animal was, I used to always say coral, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still, I think it's really cool, it's very fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> learn moment um but yeah so that was really cool and then I did the the Disney Heritage class my second program which is the that's the one that everyone wants to take that's yeah that's like the big one and you do like a Disney tour on that like you do a Magic Kingdom tour right on that class um, no or? I did an Epcot tour oh okay yeah yeah I didn't take that one just because it is like so hard to get into I like 
focus my efforts on other ones, but I did a lot of, like, the leadership and marketing mm-hmm. classes they had, and the leadership one, I think, was really cool because they had, like, a lot of guest speakers that would come in from different, like, areas of Disney to, like, talk to us, and it was a really good, like, networking opportunity, too. Oh, did so. they have those networking, like, night things for you, your first program? I don't remember hearing about them, my second program, but it was, like, I did yeah. go to one or two of them on my first mm-hmm. program. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? What were those called? The CPAS events. Yeah. Yep. College program alumni series. Yeah. So, I mean, they, there's so many, like, classes and networking events. It's, like, a really cool aspect of the program. I think, like I said, I, don't, I think it's a pretty underutilized, mm-hmm. at least from people, like, I know, like, in your work area or my work area, there was, like, a couple people who took classes that were Yeah, no. Like, it not wasn't, a lot. The people... And most people I knew were taking was because they, they had to for their school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was taking it, I'm like, this would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I literally think... only did the Disney Heritage class. I wasn't even that intrigued by it. But because yeah. everyone else went to I'm like, I've heard it's a great class. Let me try. Well, and it's like, I think you work so hard to get into this program. And, yeah, you want to have fun. But also, like, you have all these really great tools that they provide you. Yeah. Um, and I want to do you utilize them. everything. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I want to get my, you know, I, I paid a good deposit. I'm going to go to those testing events. I'm going to try and utilize everything that has yeah. to offer yeah yeah um should we talk about the housing events i guess too yeah or talk just, about housing or do you want to talk events? yeah 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 kind of go you know speaking of housing events mm-hmm. it's a uh, sponsored housing as we mentioned now where you lived in chatham i lived in my first program i lived in the commons oh which- lucky duck yeah, when I when I first um, my first program, the Commons wasn't even like an option to select. Like it basically, they just had room in the Commons, and they ran out of room everybody where else. So like, I heard it used to be just like they kind of put the yeah. international students yeah, there. Or whatever. It was like pretty strictly international students, but it was great because we, it, we were. I think when we first went out, we were in the commons. We're like, what the heck? We didn't even know the commons was <laughs> an option. <laughs> you really then, looked out. Huh? Yeah. And then you realize, oh, there's laundry like in my unit and I don't have to pay for it. That's pretty great. And yeah, so I really liked living in the commons, but the um, it was kind of annoying because if you took the buses to work, you'd have to like walk down to Chatham to get a lot of the buses. Not mm-hmm. all of them came to the commons, at That's- least at that point. Um, um, so no, I don't think that's maybe half of them do. Yeah, I'm not sure. But um, my second program, I was in Chatham. Okay. So in Chatham, I mean, Chatham's like one of the, it, I mean, it's probably changed now, but that was like the one, like the newest one. Oh, that was my commons. least favorite that I lived. Oh, really? I lived in all of them except for the commons. I lived in Patterson, my first program. Mm-hmm. And then my extension, I was in Chatham. Uh-huh. I just didn't like the setup of the rooms, and I was in bunk beds, too, so it was, like, I was yeah. kind of the third real roommate, because I mm-hmm. linked with the two pe- other people from okay. my last yeah. room that had extended, but they were really close. Oh, okay. So it was kind of that situation, too, but I just didn't like the way the room was set up, either. Yeah. And we had, we, we ended up getting bed bugs, too, and mm. just, and then Fun. <laughs> we had, we had, well, I mean, we had bed bugs, too, and Vista, which is just, like, yeah. that sounds really nasty, but, like, you go anywhere, a hotel or, you know, these common living areas, there's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. I had a good, a fairly good experience the first time. They were very quick to it. The second time they had mixed up rooms or something. So I had a very, it was not a very positive thing yeah. for me. Yeah. But, um, so which was your best. favorite? You like the Vista the best? Well, I like, I liked Patterson as far as it was. I liked my experience in Vista the yeah. best. 
I like that every building had its washer and dryers. It was the cheapest. I was very close with my roommates during that time too, which was very nice. Um, but like, they're not bad. Like everyone, Vista has a, um, like a party mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of scene that everyone kind of thinks is around it kind of, um, which is, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's not true, but it's not true for everyone that lives there. And it wasn't anything that ever ended up affecting my living experience there. Yeah. All the buses go there. You have two pools. You're right there next to the learning center, especially where I was, my uh, building was right next to the learning center. So if I wanted to rent a board game or a DVD or whatever, or I needed to report my bed bugs or whatever, you know, it was yeah. right there. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I liked Vista. I loved, I loved Patterson though too. Patterson was a very nice, like as it stands, it's very nice. It's in the back. So you still had to walk to, I had to walk to Chatham for all the buses, the only bus that came there was the H bus um, for, yeah. you know, Walmart and Publix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the busing, yeah, was definitely, I mean, it kind of is sad because I had my car in my second program and I did in my first program and I feel like a car, if you're in the commons, would be like, no, I'm sad. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> great. But And then they do the movie events at the commons too, yeah. so if you want to go to any of the movie events, you're like, yeah. literally just walk out your door, yeah. No, I really like, I think the commons was my favorite. I definitely preferred it over Chatham, but now that the commons is open to everybody, it's like really hard, I think. It's like everybody Everyone wants, wants it. There. Everyone yeah, wants it. The washer and dryer in the unit is like a big But you also pay more for it. You do. It is. I mean, I don't know. The washing and drying at Chatham was also pretty expensive, so I feel like it the amount depending of on how much it, you do yeah. <laughs> but yeah. i don't know i mean the we can talk about the pricing too of the housing i think it's pretty steep for what it's you steep because you're not even I paying mean, for your room you're paying for your bed yeah like you're especially like now like it was already kind of a crappy deal with like you keep on raising it every room. year yeah like it's over a hundred dollars a week like i think like what now it's like 120 130 a week is that, like, I think yeah. being invested in my second program I was the cheapest I think I was like 118 yeah not the well, six person yeah. yeah it's it's expensive and it's I don't know I mean yeah there's a lot of conveniences they provide but when it's like almost half of your paycheck every um week and you're making minimum wage at the jobs that you're working it's a little bit I don't know. It's a, it's a definitely a point of contention with a lot of um, college program participants, the price of housing, mm -hmm. but yet it keeps going up, so obviously, and they keep filling the spots, so I don't think it's going to go down but, ever. Yeah, because people, they, it's, it's a convenience fee, honestly. That's yeah. what, you know, they have the transportation for you there, and it's something you don't have to... Well, no and Disney's making afford. money off of you. It's yeah. not, you know, they're not doing this out of the goodness of their hearts at the end of the day. It's a business, and they have to, yeah, pay for that. And they, and they know that you're there. You're just excited to be a part of the program, yeah. you know? So they know people are still going to apply to the program. The housing isn't going to stop people from... Yeah. It's expensive to live in that area anyway, too. It, so. Well, yeah. I mean, not you can get better much. deals yeah, outside of housing. Yeah, you can get housing. better deals. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's yeah. like... You're yeah. still going to be paying a, a good good amount. I mean, I left and I paid less. I mean, it was a little bit farther away, but mm -hmm. I paid less for my own room and a house. So it yeah. was. I mean, that's it, the thing. That's the whole yeah. thing. It's like you can pay probably around the same amount 
mm-hmm. but you would at least be getting your own room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, it's give and take and the rooms are spacious enough. Like it's not they like are. it's, it's not the like end of the world. Yeah. But um, a lot of people don't spend a ton of time in their yeah. apartment anyway, which is like, why are you paying that much for it? Yeah. But, they, you know, because they're out socializing in the parks or at events mm-hmm. or partying, We're working whatever. all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're working all the time. Um, but two, one thing with housing that I really had took issue with was the inspections. Basically, once a like once a month was it? They'd like. I feel like it was. They said it was once a month. It was never. It was once, maybe once every other month. Yeah, I don't know. but it was like on a, a like a once or once every one or two months they'd come in. They'd say, okay, this week we're inspecting apartments in this block or whatever, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't tell you like what time they were coming, which fair. But you'd have to have like a spick and span apartment. Like they wanted everything clean. That was give and take. I never really had it. Any problems well, with inspections, except when we had bug uh, bed bugs, but they gave us a second chance because we had bed bugs because uh, yeah. we had things all over the place. Well, I never had anyone that was yeah. super intense over it, but I've heard the horror stories. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely horror stories out there, and I, like, both of my programs, I only failed, like, my first program... I was there for like eight months, so we had maybe like six or seven inspections, and we failed one of them. Um, and all the other ones we got white glove awards for. So it just was like, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. one we failed, nobody was there when they came by to inspect. We got home, the first person got home and saw a failed slip. So it definitely was just like very, like a little accountability. I think they do pass yeah. you if you're easier, if you're yeah. in the apartment. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really, it's just kind of, um, the system's kind of a bummer. Like, the fact that they, and they fine you, too. And what we got failed on was, like, the stove wasn't completely clean and, like, one of the toilets wasn't completely clean. Mm-hmm. And each person in the apartment got fined $25, which we had eight people, so they made $200 off of us because... Uh, the stove wasn't clean and the toilet wasn't clean. Yeah. So if you're telling, and it, it's like yes. fine, if there was like egregious things, okay. Like if we had like yeah. torn down a wall, okay, fair. But like it was very minor, like cleanliness issues we got striked for, and all the other like the white glove award is basically when you like get a pass in like each category, and in every single category. Time. Yeah. So if you can tell me how our standard of cleaning changed so dramatically that month, I still don't know, and it's still something that makes me angry. <laughs> and be, it's been seven years. <laughs> we fall on to that. It's like we got white glove the whole time, and now you're just. <laughs> I don't know. It's just well. It's just I think the principle of it is they fine you. you there's no appeal process. Nobody yeah. was there to like defend us you know and we went and we like took pictures we got home we saw this fail we like took pictures of the things they said we failed went down to the office and we're like hey i mean this just doesn't seem right and they gave us a number to call we all called it all eight people in the apartment called that number none of us ever heard back none of us so i don't know it just, it basically, it's just a system for them to make more money off oh, yeah. of us when they're already paying minimum wage, these people. I, I know there is a, a safety issue to it, too, because they're trying, they also sometimes sign people hiding, like, alcohol or whatever yeah. when they're not supposed to. You can't have, I want to say yeah. this, you can't have alcohol if you're in a 21-plus apartment. So if everyone in your apartment is over the age of 21, you can't have alcohol in the yeah. apartment. But if you're not in a 21-plus, even if you are 21, 
if you cannot have on call in the apartment. So that's something they also search for mm -hmm. a little bit, seeing that. But it, but that's it not your fine. They don't find yeah. you. They just fire you. Like they, they fire you. They yeah. usually fire just everybody in the apartment unless there's like one person that like takes the blame for it. Like everybody. Yeah. And that's like an obvious thing too. Because yeah. even if someone tries to take the blame, usually everyone gets yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So, um, yeah, having alcohol in a non twenty one plus apartment is a severe offense. I would not recommend it to anyone. Um, I think my first program I did live in on under twenty one housing, and my roommate had like cooking wine <laughs> that she had to like get cleared by housing <laughs> to have <laughs> so that was fun but yeah and that's like a, you know yeah if you're breaking the rules fine like i understand inspections to make sure that like people aren't breaking but they the took advantage of it to be uh yeah. and that's and and the thing is too i'm not the only person that has a horror story like oh there's this. so many like, there's, there's people who are like oh we got failed because there was trash in the trash can yeah. or things like that yeah so yeah. take it seriously um and it and it'd also be one thing too if it was like we're gonna come at this on this day even mm -hmm. like make sure your apartment's clean this so day. So you're given like a whole like week or two span yeah, that they're gonna just, be. And but the thing is, have, if you have friends in the other like other neighboring buildings, yeah. they would try and warn you. Yeah, but if you have, I'm sorry, if you're also packed in like rats into like eight people in one apartment, keep it so clean. yeah, how can you keep it clean? I'm sorry, like if you've ever lived in a communal living situation with that many people, it's impossible to keep it spotless all the time. I'm sorry, it just is. So. All right, end of rant. We can move on. <laughs> but uh, this is one issue with the college program I have. I enjoyed both of my experiences. Obviously, this failing did not make me not want to go back because I did do a second program. But I digress. Um, be, be wary of inspections because they will make you We bad really went off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> end of rant. End of rant. Well, good thing the housing does, though. They put on housing events. Yes. I didn't go to a lot. I'll admit on my first program. That's something I did take more advantage of on my second program. Grocery bingo. Grocery bingo. I did uh I didn't win it, but on the way out, some they'll oftentimes have extras and they'll pick a couple people on the way out to give them to you. Yeah. I got extras on the way out. Um I and then you have welcome yeah. events. Grocery bingo is usually like packed too. Like yeah. some of the housing events are obviously more popular than others, like the ones they give away stuff. <laughs> so always yeah. free. If it's for free, it's for me, you know. Yeah. So and yeah, but it those were fun. And you know, if you have a free morning and you want to go play bingo, like why not? You're, why not? You get free fun. groceries out of it too. Like it's good yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they always had their welcome events, and those were always a good opportunity to get um, character picture opportunities. Yep. And you don't have to be the incoming people that week. If you're in the program, you can go to a welcome event. Yeah, basically they do it, um, like... They don't do it they, for every incoming, no. but, like, when there's a bigger yeah. group of well, people. Well, they did, in. I think they usually do it, like, once per, like, a, like every, because usually there's, like, four weeks where you have incoming CPs, and at the end like, they'll do a welcome event yeah. for all I think there's, ones. yeah, they have several welcome events. I think, I yeah. think they, they spread it out the way they, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. They do but, it one definitely toward, like, at the end after everyone's pretty much in, but there's usually yeah. one kind of after that first big group, because yeah. there's usually one really big group somewhere in the middle where most mm -hmm. people come in, yeah. and so they'll do one then, too. But yeah, it's cool. You get, like, a free meal, and there's, like, you music, and they pizza. give away, like, you know, there's, like, a DJ who, like, gives out, like, Disney alumni program merch, and people go nuts for it. Like, people go crazy. They'll give out, like, pens, and people will be like, ah! 
and they'll do like scavenger hunts too and hula hoop competitions mm-hmm. i mean i go mostly i mean free food and for the character opportunities yeah. um i got to meet prince naveen and tiana mm-hmm. and louis or louis whatever the, the crocodile's name is mm-hmm. um peter pan and wendy and smee and hook I'm trying to think of any other ones that were from Welcome Events. How about you? Do you have any? I um, admittedly am not a huge character person, so I don't know. I'm not I either, probably, except for those events, because yeah. it's like, ooh, this is I a rare know. character. I mean, um, I just There were the, <laughs> the three caballeros. I didn't meet them at that, because I had met them at the, um, there was a cast appreciation event or something for um, art of animation and pop they, they did those in the parks. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. The cast appreciation mm-hmm. days. I didn't know that was a thing because they didn't do them <laughs> for, like, Saratoga, yeah. Key West. Or I mean, it's, like, w- once, if you're lucky on your program, because I think they do it, like, once a year for, like, different parks and stuff. Oh, it's it's yeah. once or twice a year, yeah. So if you're lucky, yeah. you get to take part yeah. in those. But um, I got to take part of that for... Yeah. I mean, they're pretty cool, but it's basically the same thing as a welcome event. It's just free food and a couple characters, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's cool, though. If you're, yeah, yeah, if you're into characters, it's a really good mm-hmm. thing. They also have movie events. Yeah. Um, it's a movie meet and greet, so they show a movie, and then afterwards, um, there's a meet and greet yeah. for it as well. Um, yeah. So I've got to meet. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. For, for and they had, like, a lot of uh, field trips, too. So, like, they'd take, like, a trip to, like, the Asian market or... It's like um, birth friends or something. Yeah. You know? Different. Like, they have a lot of different events, like, that are just kind of, like, random. Like, you can sign up. And I think they had one where it was, like, the – there was, like, everybody went to a lightning game, or which is the hockey team Oh, yeah. They do the, 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 like, sports games. I got to see yeah. Jersey Boys. Um, they did a trip to the, the theater yeah. out there, and I saw Jersey Boys. Um, one thing, yeah, I – that, those are cool. I didn't take a, a lot of those, like, field trips. I Actually, I can't. I don't know if I took any. I think Jersey Boys is the only yeah. one I did. But um, I did do a couple volunteers events. I, ugh, which I was, never got to. Yeah, I loved. I mean, I did, I think, give Kids the World Village a couple times while I was there. And then, I don't know. I, I mean, I love volunteering, and I try to do it throughout, like, just, like, out by myself. Um, yeah, yeah. But in, like, the Disney setting, on, like, a group setting, it was really cool um, to have kind of – you get a little bit different access when you're volunteering with Disney than you do if you're just, like, going yeah. somewhere and volunteering by yourself. So, yeah, it was really cool. And um, Give Kids the World Village was, like, the main one I remember doing. And they do a like, lot of stuff with them. Yeah. That's, like, the um, – it's a – village where they have kids who are like terminally ill and their families stay and then like they get to go to like Disney World while they're there and they get to go and they have like a Christmas party for them and they do like a birthday party and like pretend it's everybody's birthday and it's just really sweet um and you know the kids there are just so amazing to get to meet so I definitely recommend doing that anybody who is on the program and then I feel like we have to, if we're talking events, the big event for each, there's a big event for each um, season. Yes. So towards the end of when each program is wrapping up, they have either um, for the summer program, when it's wrapping up, they have Starlet Splash. And when the winter program or the fall program is wrapping up, they have uh, 
the winter formal, which I have you been to both? I've been to both. I've been to both, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So Starlight Splash was fun. Winter Formal could have given their cake in. <laughs> yeah, I I have the same. So if it, <laughs> it's funny because I I feel like the fall program is cool because you get to see Disney like through all the holidays. Like if you do the fall. Yeah, but, I loved it in the fall. I yeah. love Disney in the fall. But the Winter Formal, yeah, I mean it's it's basically like a welcome event where you get dressed up and. Yeah, you're just eating food and meeting characters. And the character lines are so long, I didn't even see any of them. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a mess, and I didn't really like it (laughs) that much. I mean, it was cool, but it wasn't my favorite. Going back and going um, on the spring program, you don't get, um, unfortunately, to really see Disney through the holidays if you just do spring. But Starlet Splash was much better than the Wonder Four. I'm kind of mad. I miss I miss Starlet Splash on my second program, oh, no. but because I was in <laughs> Disneyland. Oh wow! <laughs> that weekend they announced the date after I'd already oh. taken those days <laughs> off to go to Disneyland. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was. I mean, my uh, roommate brought me back and kept me some of the Mickey bars in our fr- oh. freezer. So Starlet Splash is just. So amazing. Oh, so it's basically great. they shut down Typhoon Lagoon for a night and they just it's just CPs there and you get to go on all the rides, everything's open pretty much. I mean not all the slides and stuff, but most everything's open. And then they just have like free make it premium bars everywhere. A nacho and, bar. Yeah. Free, yeah, free ice food. cream all over the place, so as much as you can eat. Yeah. I just uh it's so good. That was so yeah. fun. I remember too. We rode the Lazy River a bunch. There was, and it was even on Yik Yak. Do you remember when Yik Yak existed? But the hot, mm-hmm. the hot lifeguard at the Lazy River. There was a lifeguard who Sarah we all loved, and we all wanted to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. And if you, you're listening to this, whoever you are, the lifeguard who was dancing at Starlet Splash was that 2015 or 2016? That was 2016. <laughs> 2016. Yeah. Yep. Hit us up. <laughs> I mean, that was so fun. I love Starlet Splash. I actually got to do, it's kind of the similar version, but it's just for cast members. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as fun. Honestly, it wasn't quite as fun. Yeah. But the cast flash, I won Magic Backstage, and I was able to do the cast flash. So it's kind of the same ideal where they have it just set off for cast members yeah. so that you don't have to wait in the lines for everything, and they have some food for you, and special character meet and greets. So I did get to do that my second program at the very beginning instead of doing Starlet Splash. So it worked well, out. Yeah. yeah it worked but, out. Have you ever done any backstage magic? Um through your like your location or through the hub or anything? Yeah, I think there was one and honestly I don't remember it that well probably because it happened at like six AM. <laughs> oh, did you, you know, do Kilimanjaro? No. Oh um, no. Okay. I was like all of them were pretty early, but I know that one was. Yeah. I think we went through, I think it was Haunted Mansion that we, like, went through. I did that Which was cool. I'm just not, like, the biggest Haunted Mansion fan, so I don't think it really meant as much to me. But, I don't know. I mean, it was cool. It was just, like, getting up at 6 a.m. before the park opened, and they, like, let you see it with the lights on and tell you about it. And you ride the ride. That was my memory. I mean, it was cool. I remember. (laughs) I I just like it for, like, the fun facts so that I can be, like that person <laughs> i don't know if i remember them any of them now but if i wrote through with someone be like fun fact yeah the ones that just pop into your mind <laughs> yeah i like that because i got yeah. to do the haunted mansion one i d- got that one through the hub which if you don't you know people probably don't know but that's um a cast 
only website and they have information for cast members on there but you can ex sign up for something called backstage magics and they have drawings for tours like that and there's even sometimes uh, drawings for a night at cinderella's castle because you can only win um a night at cinderella's castle but i did um i did that one i did i think it was kilimanjaro with my location um mm -hmm. this is all my second program i didn't do any of that my first program. I, I don't think we had any through our program. We didn't have any through our location. I got so jealous because there's other locations that they do it all the yeah. time. Their leaders are on top of getting those slots. Yeah. Um, I did one with Kilimanjaro. That was kind of a bust. I was really, <laughs> it wasn't our, I think it depends on the person you get. Our yeah. person talked a lot about the trucks. Well, and I feel like too, if you like the ride, I love Kilimanjaro, yeah. but it wasn't. And then I did one for Everest through yeah. my location where I was at Epcot. That mm -hmm. one was really cool, too, because they also took us to see the the monkeys before, because they're like, oh, it's about time for them to do their, like, screaming match or whatever. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> yeah. That's cool, yeah. I mean, I guess that is one thing I maybe wish I would have taken advantage of more, but I also feel like, you know, there's only so much time when you're on the program. Oh, there's, have, like, yeah, you, you, can, know, you have so much to do. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's cool, but I think backstage magic is like if you really like like a specific ride or like if you like a specific park or something and there's an opportunity that interests you, I'd do it. But I don't think it's maybe worth doing if you're not specifically interested in the thing you're going yeah, to do. Yeah, if you're interested, it's a really cool thing. But yeah. All right. Um, so we talk about uh, the the perks of working at Disney when oh. you're a cast member because there are quite a few. There's quite a few. I mean, namely, there's just mostly two. Um, and that, <laughs> Besides <laughs> saying that you get to work at Disney, which is which is um, being able to get into the parks and then discounts. Those are like the two the two main ones. Mm -hmm. um, which but, I mean, the park access is cool and like you get passes not just for you but if your family comes and visits you get to bring them into the park for free so that's pretty cool um i don't think i i think i had my family come visit on my second program but not my first so i didn't get to use it my first program but i used it both my mom visited me on both but like i didn't use it was yeah. nice because she has friends that lived in florida so i was able to bring all of them in so i'm like i don't have anyone else to use these for yeah and i mean it's it's great it's a good perk um when you have a day off and you can like go to Disney World for free, I mean that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Anytime you want. Like yeah. I am so picky now. I do not want to go and like wait in lines at Disney because yeah. why would I? It does you know? kind of spoil Disney. For you. It you sp <laughs> yeah. it spoils you. You're like yeah. I can go whenever I want. I'm not gonna wait. So I'm not gonna wait more than this much for this ride. Or I can always come back. Mm -hmm. I yeah. can go and just get whatever food I'm craving from a quick service restaurant if that's what I want to do. Yeah, when you can go to Disney World for free for like a whole year, yeah, there's no way you're going to go on like Christmas Day when it's at full capacity. No, -uh. never. Not for me. No. <laughs> I will not wait in a five-hour line to ride Peter Pan. I will not. <laughs> oh, you just, I actually like physically gagged a little bit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours for Philhar magic? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Only to make me sneeze like a freaking chihuahua. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, 
that I mean that's I don't know I don't even know if it's quantifiable how cool that like perk is it's like it's, just, it's like the ultimate like that's yeah. if you do it for one reason do it for the access to the parks yeah. man it's yeah but I mean also the Disney discount is pretty dope too yeah, especially obviously well yeah and if so holiday your standard Disney discount has a CP is 20 percent um during the holidays which they have basically it's basically from like November think, to February yeah it's like Thanksgiving um, to Valentine's Day essentially yeah um that you get 40 percent off of all merchandise which is pretty cool i i definitely would recommend especially if you're doing the fall program where it's at the end of your program wait don't buy merch at the beginning yeah. of your program wait till it's 40 percent off um if you're going in spring you're going to get your discount right away your 40 percent off when you get there quickly. and it will so you might yeah. want to load up it's hard because i feel like while you're there you have like a list of like oh i really want this i really want this because most people who are going to the disney college program are disney fans and have like you know there's like different like characters that you want plushies of or whatever it is that your pins that you're trying to collect or whatever um it's kind of hard because i feel like i had like a running list especially my first program i was like oh i want like a simba plushie and i want a um a epcot pin and uh whatever you know a mug for magic kingdom but i didn't i wasn't smart and i didn't wait see i didn't have a i didn't have a list i never had a list i just kind of when i felt like treated myself yeah you know? but uh, yeah wait for the discount if you can or yeah if you can buy wait. everything you can with the discount yeah and then but, but there's always also if you get a chance uh cast connections and property control always yes. a discount so, yeah, and you do get extra coupons for those too with your holiday discount coupon yeah. book, which you do not get if you're on the spring program, but if you're in the fall program, you do get. Yeah, you get your coupon book if you're there during the major holidays. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's Cast Connection's pretty cool. It's like basically if you've been to the character warehouse at one of the outlets in Orlando, <laughs> it's kind of that same deal. It's the same thing, but you Except get an extra treasure. Yeah, you get an extra ten percent off. And they have some food, too. So, like, any, like, overstock food they might have, they'll sell cheaply. Um, you can, so you can get lots of pasta food. for really cheap. Yeah, groceries. You can get a big tortillas. thing of cheese. They always have tortillas. <laughs> always have tortillas. Always have cheese. Some they always have, like, usually. apples, yes. Usually some, some fruits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's uh, also, like, basically uh section where they sell like damaged goods too so like yeah, cast members only yeah. damaged goods yeah. which is great i love mickey's treasures that's yeah. what it's called you wind up with so much junk though from there because it's really like mickey lost an ear but he's like two cents and you're like well i can remake his ear i'm crafty and then you just have a well, linear I, never, <laughs> I never got anything that was broken i i i tried to get the good finds i have my little gym shore <laughs> um like seven drawers mine train like little i think that's i think that's dopey <laughs> no maybe that's sleepy i don't know <laughs> it's one of the drawers on the little mine train <laughs> don't know what's wrong with it. and then i have i think two pairs of ears that i got there like i didn't yeah. ever get that much honestly. you have to be careful i mean not everything that there is there is like damage visibly but make sure that you inspect what you are buying yeah because they do sell i mean they it's damaged goods it's there it's for damaged a reason. by some reason but usually there's like sometimes there's stuff where it's like you really can't tell like yeah. i still don't really know what's wrong with this 
Jim Shore thing. I'm sure it was probably just the the thing came off. The yeah, it's lantern. probably missing a component you don't even miss. Or yeah, like because um, the lantern was actually attached to it, but it was still yeah. it was like taped on there, so I was still able to pin the. Yeah, it was probably something weird like that. And some things, it's honestly like some t-shirts were in there just because like the tag came off and like yeah. they got sent to property control. So you oh, know, you can retag. Yeah, lazy. <laughs> Yeah, I had one I mean, because it was mislabeled, like misprinted what size yeah. it was. So, and that happens. So, like, just be careful with that stuff because you'll end up with a lot of junk if you're not. Oh careful. yeah, you'll end up with a lot of junk yeah. if you're just going for it. Yeah, I was there. That was like my my treasure hunting. Mm. Yeah, I love a good sale. Oh, yeah, I mean, it definitely spent a lot of time. It was a lot of fun to go there and like see what they had. Sometimes they'd have like TVs from like the resorts and stuff like there. Was oh a bunch yeah, of, yeah, I love seeing when you got to that that part of the yeah, yeah, pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and then another perk is you get your um, Disney badge, and if you show that at pretty much any business yeah. in the Orlando area, you'll get an extra discount. Get so blue ID, and so. some of them were like better than other like usually if you went to the outlets like almost every store would give you like a 10 percent discounter or, or more for being a disney employee um i know i bought shoes i think at crocs like work shoes and um it was like 30 percent off for disney employees so definitely nice. always show your badge and ask if they have a discount i feel like i didn't really ever do that i'm so awkward yeah. i never want to ask you but see it's I also didn't go shopping that yeah. much, but I just feel like, wow, I gotta, like, I gotta get mm-hmm. Kate's that day bag at that. Like, do you think they would give me a discount? <laughs> I mean, it was Possibly. in the sale I section mean, on sale from at yeah. the outlet, so I was already giving it for a ridiculously good price. I but. feel like I was pretty awkward about asking, but I had friends who would ask a lot, yeah. and it kind of made me more comfortable by proxy, because I'd be with them, and they would ask. And then I just got used to it, because nobody was ever, like, offended. Like, nobody was like, no, you work at Disney? I am offended. It's Orlando. Like, most people who aren't tourists work at Disney, you know. Yeah, but Disney one of our universal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the theme parks are the a major employer in the area. So, mm-hmm. but working at Disney, you get discounts. I don't think the Universal employees get that many. I don't. Discounts. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Not that I've heard of. But no. what do I know? Yeah, true. Well, I actually worked for uh, Universal. By well, proxy oh, that's right under there. their under their. So I worked at the Golf Channel. Yes, and they. I mean, I didn't really try because I had a different badge than the parks employees because I didn't work at the parks. But um, they get the occasional discount. I tried, but I yeah. So the blue ID was more powerful for Disney than the the universal. I, ID I, for I sure. wonder if I went down to Orlando and visited again. I still have my blue ID for my second program. You should not admit that. That is a crime. They never asked for it. I turned it in on my second. <laughs> I turned it in on my first program mm-hmm. to the housing people, and they were like, um, "Okay." <laughs> they were like, "Oh, like like your like your leaders asked for it. Like, yeah, yeah, we can take that. Like, because yeah. it's not really. It's a. They say it's a thing, but it's not really. It's just the only thing is that if you come back to work for Disney, they will ask you for your blue ID because they they track that. They know if you still have it or not. Yeah, they track it because they like deactivate or whatever but it's like the only the worst thing that'll happen is if you try and come back and you don't have it then you just have to pay for another a new one it's like 35 dollars or something like that it's it's not a big deal um but you're not yeah i mean it's just really not a big deal a lot of people keep their blue id for discounts i mean for discounts or for i mean i wasn't thinking i kept it for 
sentimental reasons. Yeah. Because mine doesn't have, they started actually, did you know they started putting, uh, having everyone do the photos on the. That's a smart move. I feel like. Yeah. Just for I security still, reasons. I still didn't have one, so I still had to do all the right. two IDs. Um, um, but like the next people who came after me, like on my same program, there are people who are on my same program, my second program, mm -hmm. who had photos on their IDs. Well, that's I, I think I was the first arrival date, so I think they started yeah. doing it after the first arrival yeah. date. I mean, I don't know. That was always, I mean, I understand why they didn't do it. It's a lot of work. Extra work for put, them, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's also like a security issue, so I'm glad they started doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then one of the, the, probably like our favorite discounts was the CC's Pizza that was like <laughs> down the street from Vista Way. Had like, it was like, crazy. You got like a buffet and a drink for like two ninety nine or something like it was, it was some it was really it was like less than five dollars yeah. and you got the buffet and it like was, a huge ass drink yeah for ridiculous <laughs> well and you could get a refill the drink i mean it was like <laughs> but like the glasses yeah. they gave you two you could take to go like you yeah. could literally yeah i mean it was insane and we went to cc's a lot because it was so cheap and we were broke and also it was in a bad location no. There. Like, the CC's was no. pretty good. I feel like CC's probably is, like, not the best. I've definitely gotten sick from CC's before. Yeah. But it's, I like, mean, it's the location. You know. It's yeah. location. And that, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure the CPs keep that CC's abyss. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how when you're given it for $3, but I'm sure that, like... Somehow keeps them in business. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because there's some tourists. Like, whenever we go in there, you know, there's always yeah. some sort of family in there that seems to be too, like that they just got off of a day well, and i feel like yeah their cost for their pizza is very low so mm -hmm. they can afford to sell it for three dollars and yeah. you know whatever i mean let's be honest we don't go there for the pizza honey we go there for the desserts yeah should we also talk to and it might not even be a thing anymore but the 40 percent off rotating like restaurants at disney too? oh that was a thing oh yeah, yeah there's like rotating restaurants where you got dining discounts, and there were ones that you always got 20% at, but then mm -hmm. they would do some of them, usually the, like, higher-end restaurants, um, more of yeah. the sit-down restaurants, they would rotate, and I don't know how often they changed it every yeah. couple of every couple of weeks every couple of months yeah. it was a mixture to kind of get people you know it's good for disney to have their employees knowledgeable about all they have to offer because if you're working in the parks you're going to get a lot of questions of people like oh where do you recommend for dinner and you mm -hmm. can be like oh and if you're at the resort you're really supposed to know about restaurant. all of the parks yeah <laughs> like, so it, but i mean you're eating like really great food at 40 percent off which it makes it affordable because <laughs> disney um restaurants are like more expensive cheap. than your yeah. standard restaurant but when you get 40 percent off it makes it worth it i think to go yeah and, like, try does. things and that's how i discovered our uh, my favorite restaurant on all of disney property which is the trails and well they always had it that's one of the words like they, it was yeah. always on the rotation that was like if that was something you always had yeah it seemed to be a permanent installment i don't think everyone there and didn't get 40 percent off but it is the best breakfast on all of Disney. It is such so a magical good. experience. And I don't want to share with too many people because I don't want to give away the best kept secret in all of Disney. <laughs> but go to Trails End. It's delicious. It's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Now I'm craving like their sticky rolls and the their cheesy grits are really good too. Like, the eggs oh. benedict. The French toast casserole. I mean Oh, oh yeah, and then you put that praline sauce on top oh. of it. So good. I love every oh, oh my the gosh. juice because you could get the juice there. I think they called it moonshine there. It's the same oh, thing yeah. as that they serve at the 
yeah. the, what is it's it like called? Guava or something, yeah. Yeah, or they call it jungle juice. It's like, yeah, a mixture of different fruit juices that is it's delicious. So good, and they yeah. serve it at Hohano's, too, but it's, oh, like, yeah. really good. Yeah. So good. And, yeah, so, I mean... Just great. I can't. I'll probably mention Trails End every time we talk about Disney. Every time. I it's going to happen. <laughs> every time we talk about Disney, Trails End is going to be brought up because I feel like a lot of people love it, especially people who work there, really enjoy it. But yeah. I don't think it gets enough love from like the general public. Yeah. It's so I'm good. Definitely, I mean, it's well, it's hard too because Port Wilderness is such a big resort because it's a campground. So it's really spread out. Mm-hmm. And to get there you have to commit time because you have to get to fort wilderness take a bus all the way back well, to the back of fort wilderness no, if you're going that's where the boats launch from though so they if do, you're launching yeah. so you can go from magic kingdom pretty easily and launch there for yeah i mean but depending if you're going for breakfast it can be difficult to get to magic kingdom but launches and then go yeah it's not like you're at the well yeah yeah yeah, depends. Yeah, if you're we're getting, getting caught up in logistics. We're getting caught yeah. up in logistics. It's Sorry. delicious. Try and get there any way you can. <laughs> Do it. You uh, must. <laughs> you. It's a demand. Um. <laughs> well, I think we've talked quite a bit about our experience in the program. Do you have any wrap up thoughts? Anything you wanted to add? I mean, and you can. This is all stuff like we're talking about this stuff. There's other places you can go. Obviously, there's like Universal and SeaWorld and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the experience. Like, I know a lot of people will get, like, universal annual passes mm. while they're living down there um, and working for Disney just because it's another place to go. And, I mean, and their Harry annual Potter passes World. aren't as steeply priced as Disney's. No. They're actually kind of affordable. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, when you're making crumbs at Disney, it can be hard to justify affording an annual pass. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I would recommend it. I Yeah, thoroughly it, pays for its, it pays for itself. If you visit... Yeah. More than two times it pays for itself. It so. does. And you can also get discounts with their annual passes, I think, too. And um, I don't know. It's just, I mean, if you're a Harry Potter fan like I am, it's totally worth it. Harry Potter World is awesome. And so is, I mean, they've added a lot of new stuff, too. But, like, Jurassic Park, love that. Oh, I love Jurassic Park. That's the yeah. that's the wet ride, right? It is. Yeah. yeah but that whole okay. like, I mean, that whole part of the park of like Jurassic Park, Harry Potter, Aces, love it, love it all. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair too, they Disney's doesn't really have any thrill rides, you know. Not really. Um, yeah. Universal does. So if you like, it's, yeah, it depends on what your vibe is. Yeah, if you like more thrill rides, like, it's definitely worth getting a... If you love 4D rides, that's, like, half of oh Universal. Yeah, <laughs> they do. It's all, like, huge, thrilling roller coasters and then uh, 4D rides. Which, the 4D rides are good, though. They do have some good 4D. So, I don't know. But it is part of the program uh, to usually get a pass. It's not very uncommon for people to venture out to Universal when they're yes, down there. There's not a war. There's not a territory war. No. You're welcome. The Universal will gladly take your money. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> Disney doesn't care because you're already giving them enough of your money. <laughs> All right. All right yeah, Anything like, else that you wanted to touch else? on? No, it's just an amazing experience. It is what you make of it. 100% though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I it's, think, too, maybe getting termed is something that we didn't 
talk about neither of us were termed but it's definitely like a big fear a lot of people have going into the program i think if you're on the facebook page there's a lot of like termed horror stories and fear mongering from like previous participants and alumni Most to scare you i know um, someone who got termed it was a stupid mistake because they were trying to get someone into the property that didn't have an id and it was past like visitor hours yeah like I so mean, everyone in the car got like it's it's usually stupid deal. things it is follow the rules and you'll be fine that's i mean as simple it is is if if you're under 21 don't drink alcohol if you or don't do it at least don't do it noticeably and don't have it in your apartment okay all right um <laughs> i mean it's still illegal no matter what but i'm just saying yeah. if you're gonna do something okay. dumb yeah. at least do it in a smart way okay but we're not advising anybody to do it because it's no, safest okay. way to not get termed is to not do it, do it at all, but. <laughs> yeah and once again like with people getting into housing if it's after hours don't try and get people into housing They're, you'll see them tomorrow i don't know i mean if you're gonna get churned like disney's not dumb they've been doing this for a long time they you can hide stuff from them sure but there's a light very high likelihood that they will catch you like the security guards i've heard people who had people in their trunk the security guards knew because the trunk was weighed down so like it, it just don't be dumb and you won't get charmed. It's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, it's great that security guards can catch that, but my roommates were used also literally using each other's housing IDs to get in for the longest time. So it's, you know. Okay, I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm just saying if you don't, if you're. But they know. They know the yeah. important stuff, you know. Like, well, I'm not saying that if security is going to catch you 100% of the time. No, but if there's a, ch you know, just don't risk it. Why, yeah, why are you, like, if if you're so scared of getting termed and it'll be the worst thing in the world, if you get fired from your Disney college program, then don't do stupid stuff. That's like. Really, it's all basic rules. Most yeah. of them are federal law anyway. Yeah, just, I mean, exactly. <laughs> just follow the law. It's not hard. <laughs> don't steal from your work location. Like, don't eat a donut that you're not supposed to eat and then like get caught and then complain because you got caught like mm. don't just don't steal like disney gives you plenty of opportunities for free food like if you are hungry um go talk to housing because i'm sure they'll help you out like <laughs> they don't want you to be stealing donuts from your work location okay <laughs> i read a story once of a girl who got fired because she said she ate one pastry from her work location and oh they have like said, a mass yeah. termination for people at like stands and stuff who were giving away too much were like giving away stuff to their friends like make, making uh, magical moments or whatever and giving stuff away yeah. to people they knew I mean, that, yeah definitely a problem i mean i almost got i don't know if i i shouldn't talk about this <laughs> oh, yeah, i want to know did you almost I, get turned i'll tell you after no i didn't but i was um involved in a situation that caused people to get termed oh, okay and, like i was on the outside of it so i don't want to tell talk about it because it wasn't my story to tell yeah. i don't want to implicate anybody else um but yeah i mean just so, like, generally what it was about though uh about giving out okay yeah to people yeah I mean, Disney doesn't, like, yeah, they give you a lot of leeway to make magical moments for guests, but if your friends come into the park and they're like, hey, can I have a cookie? No, don't give your friend a cookie. 
Because you know what? Some one of your coworkers is going to be like, yeah, that was definitely your friend, and you definitely just gave them a cookie. And like we said, some of the full-timers and part-timers don't love the CPs because yeah. they take hours away from them and stuff or whatever. So it's like yeah. just... And you know I guess what? what you hate to say it, but like not everyone's gonna be like chill with you. And it's not like free stuff. Yeah. Disney has employees who are very loyal, and um, they're not going like if somebody sees you doing something wrong, it will get reported most likely because there are people who you're gonna work with who are very dedicated to Disney and do not want, um. You know, they don't want you stealing from them, basically. Because Disney, um, at the end of the day, once again, is a cult. <laughs> and um, they have spies. So don't do anything stupid. <laughs> that's, that's really the whole purpose. Is Disney is a cult. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think I, I just wanted to throw that in because I know that I remember reading a lot of horror stories going into my first program about people getting termed on the Facebook page and, like, freaking out that, like, I was going to get sent home because I, like, walked the wrong way down the sidewalk. Like, I, you know, like, you think... Yeah, people, like, get really freaked out about it. Yeah. I kind of... That's a whole thing. But but there's just the uh, shelteredness of a lot of the people that come on the program when you read those things. I'm just... uh, don't take any wildlife and try to keep it in your apartment. No <laughs> goose, no geese, no no baby alligators in your bathtubs. Also, we'll get you charged. None of the Patterson cats, okay? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. No, no, none of the wildlife should go back into your apartment. All right. We did feed one of the cats, though. I don't know if that was... <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably fine i mean i don't want to say that because i don't want somebody to get to write in <laughs> so the one person who listens to this podcast and was like i fed the cat and i got termed and i blame you <laughs> i mean it could have been i mean we named him it was great i don't remember what his name was honestly but like yeah, yeah. all right well anything else that we need to talk about no i mean it was a grand time highly recommend yeah. definitely um once again, I feel like I say this every time, but if you guys have any questions for us regarding this episode, if you want to talk about the college program, um, I know it's a popular program and, you know, maybe Let's people reconnect. do have questions. If you've done the program, us, hit us up. If you want to be friends, like I said, I'm always saying I'm lonely. I need friends. All I got is Bobby here. I'm just kidding. I have other friends that are better than you, but like details. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just so all of our socials. She's kind of abusive in our friendship. I don't know if you that's guys have caught I on show, that yet. That's how I show affection. I show affection by slowly beating down on people's souls. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Love it. Good to know what I'm in for. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, all of our socials will be in the podcast notes if anybody wants to reach out with questions, if you have uh, comments, concerns, to reach out. Um, Abby, do you have any? final words um when you wish upon a star i would say but i think that would get copyrighted wishes <laughs> dream a dream wishes r.i.p wishes not a thing <laughs> bob Iger has killed so many of the shows that we had during our cp ever after is great though yeah i mean i've not seen it so i can't judge but uh yeah uh, well, thanks, guys, for listening to yet another episode. Hopefully, we continue to make these. We're on a roll so far. Um, we will see you guys later. Thanks. Bye-bye.